Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about the paranormal, myths, urban legends, all of the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is three stories are going to be told, two of which are claims to be true and one that is completely made up. It is up to my guests and all of you guys at home to try and figure out which story is the one that is fake. Today's first guest once got my bathing suit stuck in a tree and it stayed there for quite a while. Zach Zaccardi. Um, how do I not remember that? You don't um, remember that? Hmm. Or are you playing dumb? No. You really don't remember it, that? It sounds like something I would do though. <laughs> you, you and Dennis were walking from Austin's house back to your house and you guys were throwing the bathing suit up and then catching it and it oh, just yeah. got caught in a tree and it t- <laughs> I remember Dennis texting me a picture of it he's like so me and Zach got your bathing suit into a tree and uh, eventually you guys got it down but okay good as long as you got it back yeah. did you wear it again <laughs> um, I burnt it good oh. yeah good Today's second guest is the only person that I've ever met who tried to change his name without legally changing it. Austin Murphy, or or Miles Murphy. How you doing? I run a lot. Call me Miles. How many different names were there, though? Uh, there's no way it was just Miles, Oh, right? there's a lot of different names I've gone yeah, by Yeah, but you were serious years. about Miles. You Miles, were like, guys, yeah, this is my new name. It was Miles Austin Murphy. On Facebook. Yeah, right? on Facebook, yeah. And then they begged me to change it. <laughs> Yeah, we all begged you to change it back. I said 10 likes and I'll change it. I got 40. <laughs> uh, Most it. likes you ever got. It was. It was actually at the time, not even close. It's so funny. And today's third guest once cried for 48 hours straight unless Lilo and Stitch was playing. My brother, Christopher Manella. I was two. <laughs> that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Talk about this great movie, day, though. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. And we are back. So, Zach, this is your first time on the podcast. Hello. Welcome. It's been a while since the audience has seen you. I think the last time I saw you was last October. I think that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, Happy to be back on the channel. Yeah, I've been dying to have you on the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Today, we are talking... Go ahead. About... I was going to say it at the same time. The Lich. (laughs) We're talking about something a little different. Haunted mirrors. Oh. So there is a theory. A lot of people on the internet truly believe that mirrors are like a portal to other universes, some sort of other dimension that, you know, uh, there's also the, um, the whole thing where people claim that if you look at yourself in a mirror for too long and you just stare at yourself, your face will start to deform because your brain can't process handling looking back at yourself for so long. Um, and I don't know if this is true. I've never attempted. I've been too afraid to try that. I've heard that one. Yeah. You've heard that too, right? Yeah. Um, Regardless of what it is, people think that mirrors are some sort of portal, some sort of uh, paranormal thing that's going on here. Do you guys believe that this could possibly be real, or are you guys like, yeah, no way? Um, I mean, it's not something that I would buy into, um, but I'm curious to hear what people's experiences are. Maybe they'll sell me. Austin? I think throughout media, mirrors are shown off to be as these horrifying things and i do agree with the media they are very scary we see it in movies like Candyman, where you say his name three times boom he comes buddy mary boom she comes you say like um oh these mirrors have a portal to another universe scary still there's another me inside this mirror that's trying to get out and take my spot still scary so i believe so, what about you i feel like i should say yes because i feel like if i don't they would come through my mirror and kill me <laughs> and call me so i'm gonna say yes i feel Take similarly <laughs> um yeah, I don't necessarily buy into the whole mirror thing 
either. I've never seen something come out of my mirror, but this is not an invitation. Please don't do that. <laughs> um, Zach, do you believe in like the paranormal and all that stuff? Because I've never had you on the show. Uh, I'm, I'm t- I tend to be skeptical. Okay. Of the of the paranormal. Okay. But I I think that there's also a lot in this world that we don't know. Yeah, I I feel similarly in a way where I am skeptical of a lot of that stuff as well. But um, I'm wholeheartedly believe in at the very least ghosts because I've had my own experiences and I used to be very skeptical and these experiences changed my mind mirrors I'm not 100% sold on but um if there's any truth to these people's stories then yeah why not I, I could see it being a possibility so I'm I can jump into story one unless you guys have anything else you want to I'll never look at myself the same way again after this. <laughs> yeah, Zach's going to go home tonight. He's going to cover all of his mirrors. They say that that's why like people who have old mirrors like in their basements and things like that, that's why they're all covered because they don't want things coming out. I think it's because of dust. And you but <laughs> but and you can't have a mirror like directly facing your bed either. Yeah, they say that that's really really bad. You should not have a mirror by your bed. Which I do. Me too. I was um, about to say you do. Yep. We both do. But I've and also Oh, you do. Yeah. I think your parents do too. Yeah. <laughs> With that being said, though, I've never experienced anything from my mirror. I have had experiences in my room that I thought were weird. Same. Maybe it has something to do with the mirror, so I don't know. Maybe my mind is being changed. Scary house here. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the most part, it's tame. The ghost just literally, the ghost turns the television on. He'll turn my computer on. Things like that. You did the other day, remember? Yes, when you were here. It's been, it's happened multiple times since that. Very creepy. Um, we yeah. went, a, went away to Florida. We went away we to came Florida home. and came home and the television the was, on. was on. You got bored. I'm going to get into story number one. You scared, Austin? Yeah, just a tad. <laughs> story number one. So there's a family, mother and father, and there's a son. The uncle on one side of the family just passed away. When he passed away, our main character family here, they inherited some of his stuff, so they took all some of the furniture, and one of the things that they happens to get past to them was this very large mirror. Nothing out of the ordinary about this mirror upon first glance. Seems totally normal, but the son gets this very, very odd feeling from it. He feels this sense of dread. It's like he can't shake it. It always feels like there's some sort of presence with him. Something's watching him, and his parents are like, no, like, we don't know what you're talking about. We don't feel anything. It's literally just a mirror. The parents decided to put the mirror in this kid's entertainment system, which is in the basement, for literally weeks. He was just hanging out in his room and not going into the spot where he normally hangs out, where him and his friends go. One day, though, it comes time for him to do his uh, his monthly chores, and part of his chores every month has always been to clean that room. So his parents are like, you got to go clean that the basement. And he's like, I really don't want to do it. They're like... Trust us, there's nothing wrong with this mirror. Hopefully you going down there and cleaning will help you realize that there's nothing wrong. So the kid goes into the basement, he starts cleaning, and he's hoping that his parents are right and that the fear will just go away. But the whole time that he's down there, he feels like it's getting harder and harder for him to breathe the longer he's down there. And he feels like he's being washed and with everything that he's doing, he feels the need to turn around. And he goes over to the mirror and he starts wiping it down everything around him starts to go dark. It's like the lights in the room turned off, but they didn't actually turn off. There's like this black haze that just comes over him inside of the mirror. He gets put in this like trance. He tries to move away, but he cannot pull himself away from this mirror. Something is keeping him there. And the more he stares, these figures, these shadowy figures start to form within the mirror that looks like they are killing each other. And it's like scene after scene, murder after murder within this mirror. It freaks him out. He breaks out of the trance. He runs 
He grabs his dad's hammer. He runs back into the basement, and he doesn't get too close to it because he doesn't want to get put back into the trance. And he chucks the hammer at the mirror from a distance, and it shatters. And his parents are so mad at him for this, he felt like he needed to, and he thinks that this is the right thing to do. There was something wrong with this mirror. And that is the end of story number one. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. That is a creepy story. Um, I mean, you had me going with it. Um, on the one hand, you know, I feel like it's what you would expect from a story like this. You know, someone passes away um, and then somehow, you know, it's almost seemed to imply that like their energy has something to do with, with this mirror. At least that's how I interpreted it. Um, so the fact that it, you know, is sort of what you would expect for this story. I don't know. I don't know if that means that it's it's real or or made up. These parents are so foul, though. Wow. They're like, they knew he was scared of the mirror, and then they put it right know. next to his game. I, I, I <laughs> like, what? So you couldn't wrong. do any, like, you couldn't put it anywhere else? Not only did they put it right next to his game setup, and he's like, look, I can't even go down there and play games anymore. And they're like, really? Wow. So you're not going to play games for a whole month? He's like, yeah, I'll really just do nothing for a whole month. And then they're like, well, you still got to clean it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he didn't even get to play with his entertainment system right? for a whole month, but still had to clean it. Like, damn, that's what? foul. I would just say, I really, like, I think... The story has, like you said, such archetypes that like, you would ex- expect. Generic. Yeah, that it's hard to just go out on a limb to say it's fake or yeah. real. I do just want to say, if I was in that situation, take the mirror outside before you want to bring it, because then you don't have to clean it up inside. But that's just me. But I don't know if it's fake or real. Well, how would you feel if you just snapped out of a trance where you saw people getting murdered oh, yeah, inside yeah. of the mirror? Oh, well, yeah, I'm not going back. A little differently. That's the difference. I'm not going back. <laughs> I don't know how you go back to the basement. Like, come on. <laughs> he's got He's He's courageous. Very courageous. All right. Ready to move into the next story? Yep. We are. Okay. Story number two. So there's a guy who loves exploring abandoned places. And there's an old funeral home that he's always been dying to go explore. So he gets one of his friends and he finally decides, we're going to go do this. They go into the funeral home and they're walking around and there's all this old furniture and things. And normally he doesn't take anything from the places that he goes and explores, but he finds this old mirror and something is drawing him to it. And he feels like, I want this. I need this. I'm going to take this and put it in my living room. So he takes it home with him, puts it up. Next day, his family comes over and the family is like, we don't like that thing. It makes us feel lightheaded. It makes us feel nauseous. And the guy is insistent that, oh, you guys only feel that way because you know where I got it from. And it probably makes you uncomfortable that I took it from a funeral home. But he kind of brushes it off and doesn't take these comments for anything seriously. A couple of days go by, nothing. His friend comes over and his friend is immediately drawn to the mirror. Our main guy steps out for a second to take a phone call. And when he comes back in, he finds the guy is just like stuck in a trance, staring at the mirror. He's like, hey, you know, no response. And he's like, are are you okay? And he goes over to him and he puts his hand on his shoulder. And the second that he touches him, the guy snaps out of his trance and he bursts into tears. There's something with this mirror. There's something wrong here. I'm telling you, I saw an old version of myself staring back at me and I got to get out of here. The guy leaves. He doesn't come back to the friend's house. The guy is still not convinced that there's something wrong with his mirror because he has yet to experience anything until one night when he's laying down in his bed and he hears footsteps coming from his living room. 
So he gets out of bed. He doesn't see anything in the living room. But on his way back to his room, he looks into the mirror. It starts to pull him in. He starts to feel like he's getting put into this trance as well. And he sees a hand in the mirror come from over his shoulder and wrap around his neck. And he actually feels this physical sensation. He snaps out of this trance. He runs to his room and he can still feel like the remains of some sort of sensation that was around his neck prior. And he's freaking out. And he takes that mirror and he puts it away. And that is the end of story number two. Just puts it away? He just puts it away. I would have thrown that away. <laughs> I have too many mirrors in my current house. Austin, you look like you're crying. <laughs> it's <very> scary. <laughs> that, it, that one gave me chills too. It was very scary. Yeah, it was. It felt more elaborate than the first one. There were yeah, there, 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 there were more characters. There's multiple people that experienced it with the mirror. Something that struck me was that he heard footsteps in his living room. So that implies that whatever entity is possessing this mirror somehow came out of the mirror. Mm. Now I don't know if, enough about these stories to know if that's characteristic or not, um, but that struck me as odd. Right. I would like to say that um, that was very scary. <laughs> but to go further, I think having Zach on our team is a great asset because he breaks down this stuff like no other. You mm. know what I'm saying? Anthony's like, "What'd you think of that story?" I'm immediately like, "Dude." Scary. Yeah, that is horrifying, dude. Because then he's like, because Anthony's like, what do you think of the story? And I'm just saying, like, yo, this guy's so weird. He's all like, yeah, you guys probably just think this mirror is weird because I took it from some dead lady Sammy's house. It's like, yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about originally. But Zach over here, he's on point. He's like, look, this was like this. This was animated way more so than the first story, where if you look at the first story, you know, it's got these archetypes that are very, like, you know, it's very specific. So I think having you here is a great asset to the team. I really like where you're going with this. This is definitely more of a fake story than the first one. I do yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm suspicious. Two is more fake than one, right? Yeah, I do. We're saying at least it's more animated. You know what I mean? Did you know what they say? Two plus two equals four, right? Yeah, they say that. But two times two equals four. also equals four. So we don't know exactly. <laughs> Hold on here. <laughs> we don't know exactly if the first story being generic or if the second story being elaborate. Is the one that stands out. Because two minus two doesn't equal four. I don't know what that is. He's on to something. There we go. <laughs> so I think we got him. <laughs> <laughs> we got him right where we want <laughs> Do you? <laughs> a lot of twos here in story number two. Oh, what does it mean? It's got to be story two. It's got to be story two. two. Yeah. Is it Tuesday? So we do have story three coming up. But before we get into story number three, we have a quick little mini game that we're going to play. We actually haven't done this yet. This is something really? new that I came up with. So, as you guys are probably aware, Craigslist is a weird place, and there's a lot of really creepy things that Ooh. people put on there. And for those <laughs> listening who maybe don't know who Craigslist is, uh, it's basically a place where you can go sell things, but it's more than items. You can sell services and so on and so forth, and a lot people put up a lot of really weird things on there. Some of these are horrifying. I have went through and picked some really horrifying things that I found, and then I also made a few up. And you guys, it's basically like the real game, and you have to figure out which ones are the ones that are fake. Okay. I okay? can do that. Is there just one fake? Uh, no. There could be multiple. All right. Yeah. We have five different scenarios. Um, yeah. Okay. It, it, oh, okay. could be, it could be one fake. It could be two fake. It could be all fake. I wouldn't do that. But, <laughs> okay. Ready? So, the first ad is for the basket man a hand woven hamper with a surprise inside and uh <laughs> you don't want to know what the surprise is what 
Is that what it says? Yes. That's what it says? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's real. <laughs> we, we do have to say right away if it's true or fake. You guys can discuss. I'm mean, like, do we get here them all and then we say how many were fake? Oh, no, no, no. We're going to go one by one. Okay. Yeah. How okay. Do you guys feel? How do you guys feel? <laughs> I would believe this. Me too. I, I yeah. believe it's it. weird enough to be real. Yeah. I don't want to know. Like, it's a good way to get people to buy your thing, right? Because they want to see what it is. Like, what is this weird thing that's no. in the thing? What is this thing you're telling me? I don't want to know. Now I want to know. Yeah, exactly. Guys, I made that one up. Ah! Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can't get us again. <laughs> you're not getting us again. Number two, a life-sized, very detailed Ronald Reagan figure. I actually think that's real. I think that's real too. Real. Yeah, let's go with real. Yeah, that one's real. Uh, and the picture is horrifying. Ugh. The thing looks so creepily unreal. I mean, it looks so realistic that it's like just disgusting. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's Ronald. Gross. Um, okay. I'm gonna see Ronald Reagan in my mirror tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Ronald uh, McDonald. I wish that I said Ronald McDonald. <laughs> too. I would, because I would buy that. Okay. Ad number three Donate blood to satanic ritual. Real or fake? Hmm. Maybe it's just Craigslist's low reputation, but I've believed every single one of these. Yeah, me too. Me so too. I, I mean, actually this... know that this one's real because I made it. Oh. <laughs> you made, as in you donated or you I'm have- I'm the one that put the thing You're accepting out the donation. Looking yeah. for blood for ritual. Got it. <laughs> what were you going to say, Zach? I believe it. I believe it. I believe it too. Yeah, this is unfortunately real. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who would agree to do this. Who would just like be like, oh yeah, I'll give my blood for, to this guy so he could do his satanic thing. You're the dollar amount. It's a donation. Yeah, this one's free. <laughs> I was about to say, $13 has got me. You, you're telling me you That's would pay weird. $13 to donate your own blood no, to no, a satanic no. ritual? If he gave me $13, though, I would give my blood. <laughs> no, no. It's really that cheap. You don't know what's going to happen to you if you give exactly. your blood to Satan. For only $13. And neither do you. So, <laughs> for that matter, <laughs> I could, could turn into a That's true. Yeah, it could be a good thing, I guess. Okay, number four. Six. <laughs> miscounted before and now I'm going to sound dumb so we're going to cut out when I said there's five just say it right now there's six cult of 35 is full of lies the like mouth doesn't match out he was cult of 36 all along so there are six I just like dub that clip in okay all right the dubbed number four here you go homemade cardboard haunted house maze Come by on Halloween for candy and a prize. Right, that sounds great, but I don't think that it's but real. But Anthony definitely made it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with fake. Guys, that's real. Some, Let's go. Some guy. <laughs> Let's, go. <laughs> Let's buy it. Literally trying to get kids to go to his house on Halloween. Oh, let's not go. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, free candy and pizza and prizes if you get through the maze. And <laughs> yeah, it's don't like, go, kids. You remember how um the cardboard setup looked in our house Estel Christmas video? Like the cardboard maze that we set up for Seth to go through in, the, in part three? Mm -mm. You remember what it looked like? Nope. Okay. Number five. In-house waterboarding experience. I promise not to drown you. Yeah, that's true. What? Real <laughs> Ain't no way that's not true. There's, that's true. Waterboarding? <laughs> you Craigslist. <laughs> Wait, it's like a simulator? No, no, no. Like he'll, he'll do it. He'll just won't do it until you die. So it's a waterboarding simulator. Yeah, yeah, but it's but real. It's not simulating, though. <laughs> but it's real. You're really getting waterboarded. <laughs> <laughs> and paying for it. <laughs> All right, maybe it's real, then. And someone probably did it. I'll say real, too. I made this one. Okay. Oh, my God. He's so good. We <laughs> got one right. Last one. This one is sure to get a reaction out of our audience. Living Elf on the Shelf. 
I will come to your house dressed as the elf on the shelf and stare emptily at you and your guests. So this is a okay. human, right? I think, this I, is a human. Oh I think this gosh. is real, and I think this is Anthony, and I think he posted this on Craigslist, and he <laughs> will be the elf on the shelf. Seconded. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> you got it. It's me. No. Oh, my God. It is a real post, though. Yes, wow. you're correct on that part. Um, yeah, some dude... Is just like the photo is so funny. It's just like this guy sitting on his bookshelf, dressed as the elf on the shelf, and it honestly, I would hire him. <laughs> it looks kind of funny. <laughs> oh wait, you would hire some random adult to sit in your house just yeah. to, to creep out your children? <laughs> well, I don't have children. Oh, you do just it, for you, just for him. I would do it for me. It, you just watch me. You know what? Live your truth, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I hired a minion. I feel like it couldn't be too different. Yeah, from right. I did. I have hired <laughs> so a minion. Right. It's got to be the same thing, right? Um, no, I would never actually do this. I think this is really creepy. Does anyone actually go for any of these things here, like the real ones at least? Would anyone actually do this? There's yeah. always someone for something. If you can link me that satanic blood one. <laughs> Austin's Austin's trying to live forever. Austin wants that $13. Yeah, he's just trying to make the the cash. Okay. We're going to get into story number three, but first we have to go to break. We will be right back. And we are back. All right. Are you guys ready to hear story number three? Ready. Yes. Yes. Can I do it? Yeah, go ahead. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Story number three. So there's a family. Mom, dad, son, they have a lot of money. They have a very, very big house. And the parents are never home. They're always out working. So they don't have a lot of time to take care of their own house. They hire a nanny to do this for them. And at first, everything seems fine. Some time goes by and the parents wind up getting given this old rusty mirror. It's given to them by some acquaintances. They put the mirror right at the top of the stairs. So it's a two-story thing. This nanny tends to be drawn to it. More and more often this is happening. So she's still doing her job. She's still cleaning, but days go by and she starts staring into this mirror for longer and longer. One day, the family comes home to find that the nanny hasn't done anything and she's been staring into this mirror for literally hours. So they're like, hey, What's wrong? Are you okay? And they try and pull her away from the mirror and they cannot break her from this trance. She's stuck like this. The family brings the nanny to the nanny's family and the nanny's family takes her to a witch doctor. And the witch doctor says something took her. She, She must be inside of that mirror. All that you have left is her physical body. And unless the mirror lets her go or unless she finds her way out, There's nothing you can do about this. The family who owns the house, who owns that mansion, decides, all right, clearly there's something up with this mirror. We should probably take this and store it somewhere else. So they hire people to take this large mirror and move it down into their basement and just keep it there. But on the way down, one of the people that was carrying the mirror drops it and it shatters. Not too long after this happens, they get a call from the nanny's family and they say, yeah, so um, she started having convulsions and she passed away not too long ago. That is the end of story number three. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. I think I like to look at like tropes, like you said earlier, and like stuff that like is like maybe like generalized. And I think a witch doctor is something that's very like 
something that somebody would say if they weren't very knowledgeable of the situation. You know what I mean? Like somebody who's talking like and they're making stuff up. It's like, oh, and then they had to go see a witch doctor. It's like, I feel like in like a lot of cultural terms are not even referred to like that. You know what I mean? So I feel like personally, this story is honestly feeling a little faked. Mm. And the second story seems a little too messed up for somebody to wrote now that right now I think about it. Like the guy stole a mirror from an old lady's or old, like an old house, an abandoned house from like a complex, you know, mm-hmm. an old elderly complex. Like that's, that's pretty messed up you know what yeah. i mean for someone to just be right it was a so. funeral house funeral house okay so, so that's where i stand right now i currently am I'm leaning towards three i could still see two but yeah. i'm leaning towards three actually okay i'm gonna recap all three stories and then i'm gonna give you guys some time okay to discuss at the end so story number one there's a family and they are given some old furniture from their uncle who passed away one of the things happens to be this mirror their son happens to have these really really weird feelings about this mirror and throws a hammer at it after seeing some weird figures in there, shatters it. Story number two, guy steals a mirror from an old run-down funeral home, brings it back to his house. Everyone around him tells him that it's weird. He doesn't believe them. Finally, he sees a hand reach around him and grab him through the mirror. He runs out, takes the mirror somewhere else. Story number three, people hire a nanny. Nanny gets drawn to this newly put mirror into the house, gets lost in there. When the mirror shatters, Nanny passes away. Those are your three stories. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. So story number one and number three, the mirrors both shattered. And the mirrors were both... And like somebody feeling or seeing stuff in like it. Like with you know like I mean? the fog and like the blackness. Yeah. Whereas the second one, the guy was grabbed by it, like physically. And then he just put it away. Yeah. So actually, maybe the second one might be the different one again. I'm leaning back towards. How about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would still lean towards the second one too. Um, you know, the first two stories they were told from the perspective of like, it was almost like a, like a first person telling. Um, but the third story was like, like who was even telling that story? You know, like was it someone yeah. from the family that was? Uh, recollecting that. Well, I was uh, I was telling the story. Oh yeah. Oh. So <laughs> that's what you mean. that makes sense. Yeah. Were you in the, Were you in the family? I am in the family. Oh yeah. This happened here. I never think about. <laughs> I was uh, I was hmm. thinking about that myself actually, and I was I was stuck on maybe it's because there's no like specific person. It's like the first story, it's like about the son, right? So mm-hmm. it's like focuses like that. Second person is about the person's apartment. Focus on that. Third person, it's the nanny in the rich wow. family's house, and then they can't even talk anymore. You know what I mean? And then they do actually end up passing away in the story. So it's like, who is the story actually even really focused around to be telling the story? Which still doesn't mean you like not lean away from what you were saying. And then it's like it's different from the first two. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think I, we're still just stuck on the second or third one. But I don't know. I kind of lean towards the second one again, though. Yeah, the first one is simple enough to be believable. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think because what you said, you know, the second story just having some inconsistencies. Yeah. I think. Can I do it? Lock it in. Wait, are we ready? Wait, are we, did you make a decision? Are we Are we ready? You lock, to lock it in, in or yeah. do we need to discuss it? A little I think I'm, I'm pretty in. confident. Number two. I'm trying to lock it in. As soon as I heard it, I was like, that was some Anthony writing right there. We are locking in. Story number two. Oh, it feels so good to have Zach do it. Um, sorry, guys, it is not story number two. Are you serious? I'm serious. You're not actually gonna fake. I'm not faking it. But then you're going to be like, I was lying. It's, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> it was not we, we story tried, number two. Do you want to give it a second guess for fun? I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we do. Uh, I mean, we might as well. We are locking in story number three. It was one. Oh, my God. Man, so that means that the nanny's actually dead. Yeah. Rest she, in peace, she, nanny. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. It's a bucket. But yeah, that's... 
That's really about it. Zach, did I change your mind? Do you now believe in haunted mirrors? No. Me neither. <laughs> I want to not believe in them because my whole house is mirrors. But that, but those stories were scary. All three of them. Well, that is about it. For those of you who are watching the video version, make sure to give this a like, leave a comment letting us know what you thought, and subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss when we post new episodes. If you're listening to this anywhere where you get your podcasts, make sure to give us a rate and review. Follow and subscribe to the podcast for free. It really, really helps us out. If you have stories of your own, whether they're real or fake, please send them my way because I can use the fake ones for a lie and I would love to hear your real ones and possibly use them for a future episode. Zach, it was great having you here. It was great being here. We're going to have to have you come back and uh, next time uh, next time, I'll whisper you the answer so you know you can get, you can get a, on the leaderboard here. That's about it. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We will see you guys again on Tuesday with a brand new episode of the podcast and again on Friday with a brand new comedy skit. Bye, guys.